welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theme in the Now. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. Tis the season to get glammy. I'm nominated for two 2022 Glam Awards for Best Podcast and Best Writer Blogger, and I need your help to win. This year, both categories are in People's Choice Voting, so the public will determine who wins. All you need to do is go to GlamAwards.net, click the tab for People's Choice, and vote. You might only be allowed to use your email once, so you better tell all your friends, family, enemies, hell, even tell your bestie's parents, your bestie's other besties, and your bestie's dog, as long as they have an email. And I repeat, tell everyone. Oh, and while you're at it, visit my Instagram and click the link tree to find out how you can help fund our adventure to London to cover DragCon UK. Your donation might get you an exclusive Block Talk pin. How cool is that? And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterthenow.com for its news, reviews, and interviews. It was the blind side that saved the season and secured Jesse as one of the strongest players the game has seen in the new era of Survivor. So what happens next? It's time to talk all things Survivor 43. And joining me is someone who would totally get blindsided because, well, just look at that cute, adorable face. It's Twinkie Boots. Hi. <laughs> um, wow. What an episode. Finally, good shit happens. I am so excited that things are finally starting to move in a different direction from the way that the editing was kind of leaning. Yeah. Um, because all of the like preseason spoilers that had kind of been leaked to me have all been debunked and mm-hmm. I'm all for it because it's keeping me on my toes and making it a much more enjoyable season to watch. Isn't and it fun that. to watch a show where everything you've been told is wrong? I love when that happens. Oh my God. It's the best. Or I love watching it when I, haven't been spoiled anything but you know those days are completely over completely gone they 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 are (laughs) gone like if if i can even go like a a week without hearing someone message me being like oh my god this is gonna happen on drag race i'm like right yeah oh i'm sure because with the amount of recaps that you have doing like going right now for all Mm -hmm. of the different shows it's like because drag race at any given time usually has three seasons running at the same time it's it's insane how much you put out on a weekly basis and actually i put nothing out because no one loves me oh it's sad it's sad it's okay it's fine 2023 new year new me <laughs> no it's not it's this same me no one wants me it's okay <laughs> you were here earlier in the season we're at this point now has it gotten better oh it's definitely gotten much more interesting and we're seeing a lot more sly gameplay from people that i was not expecting based on yeah. the way they were playing the beginning of the game. Like, little like Gabler? That, yes, like Gabler. I was like, Gabler was playing so erratically at the very beginning of the game. And then all of a sudden has just become this like reserved kind of snake hiding and waiting to strike. And I'm here for it because yeah. beginning of the game, Gabler, I was ready for him to go. But like now I'm, I'm like, you have a shot. Yeah. Let's dive into this episode. There's no post-immunity chatter. We are on the beach the next morning as they look out at the sunrise as there are only six of them left. Scary. Um, I would love to go into a, to an island that looks that pretty. I know. Like, it takes me, it kind of takes me back to my cruise ship days when we would, like, sail around and go to the, the mm-hmm. private islands for the different cruise ships. And it would kind of feel like, oh, I'm I'm here and I'm living on this survivor island with 
the 300 people who came over from the boat, <laughs> but it's fine. Um, I, the biggest beach person, but like that view is gorgeous. So well, yeah. Um, Sammy went out like a ball of fire. Owen loves him, but calls him a loose cannon, which I don't agree with that. I think the game got to him late and his youth prevailed. I don't think it was a loose cannon. He just was young. He's 19. I feel like Sammy was just trying to make a big move just to try to get like any kind of resume built because if he would have played the shot in the dark and it had worked and gotten him to the next round and him, he he would do well. Yeah. He would have gone much further if that would have worked absolutely well owen is a tad disappointed at the result as the plan going in was carla to vote for cassidy and end up with egg on her face but carla realized it would have exposed her so she flipped her vote to sammy when he blew things up with a shot in the dark that's my girl smart girl right owen's goal now is to drive a wedge between cassidy and carla to make it appear that carla is dangerous and astute and needs to go so let's start that wedging Owen's going to go to Cassidy for a beach walk where she was worried that Cody might throw a vote on her. And Owen's like, oh, well, uh, wow. Well, I thought, well, I, I, I heard it was Carla. You know, you're number one. I heard she was going to take a shot at you. And he will tell her that this is what Sammy was telling him. And with Sammy gone, this is a great way to throw someone under the bus who can't cooperate his story. I So I just rewatched this section because I was getting ready for the recap that we were going to do. And I swear, after he said that Sammy had told him that, he then, like, two seconds later, then says, no, it was Jesse that told him that. Yeah. And I'm like, sir, if you're going to tell a lie and you're going to try to get someone on this, you have to stick with, with the lie that you're starting. Exactly. Don't, throw, don't blow up your own game right now. Now, Cassidy will believe what Owen is throwing out there and will be pretty pissed because they have been together since day one. But Cassie knows that there are good liars out there and doesn't know who is telling the truth, but she would not be that naive to question it. Meanwhile, my strategy mind would be like, no, I know exactly what we are doing and not believe it's true. And maybe that's why I should cool it on the strategy and just let it happen. (laughs) Now, Cassie is going to go straight to the source. She's going to Carla, who will tell her that it's crazy as she has been voting with her since day one. And Cassie would say it would be a pretty big move to take out your number one ally, which is funny because that's about to come later this episode. I know. I was like, the foreshadowing moments that happen in this episode are great. So many. Yeah. Now, we will have the confessional of Carla explaining that the chat with Cassidy and telling us that, sure, she was gunning for her. And the truth is, she would like to still go for her to go home. But Carla can't tell her that she was going to vote for her because she knows about her idol. So the only thing she can do is what all good gays around the world do best. Cry! (laughs) It's time for a telenovela. Cue the instrumentals. Carla Carla will be like, oh, Cassidy, your body language is telling me you were hurt. Cassidy will get defensive and be like, because I heard you were coming for me. And Carla's like, no, that hurt. That would, but I've been so loyal to you. I've saved you twice. Ask Jesse, he'll tell you. And that's when Carla made a bad move. Don't go to Jesse. He will not say what you really want him to say, girl. That was bad. This is probably the first bad move Carla's made. Yeah, I feel like I feel like she didn't even need to say, like, get someone else to corroborate the story. If she would have just left it at the crying, Cassie bought it, hook, line, and singer. It was like, no big deal. Mm -hmm. But as soon as she threw a person for her to check up with, no, it was gone. 
Now, Carla will run to Jesse to tell him about her Emmy Emmy performance and get him to do her bidding about verifying that she was not gunning for her. And like a smart player, Jesse is like, yeah, no. Cassidy, everything (laughs) anyone told you about Carla is true. Boom. Uh, Jesse just wants the rift in the pay-per-view match. Um, I would love Survivor Boxing. That would be a cool show. Um, well, not even that. I just want to see the two of them square off on all the challenges because they're very good matchups. <laughs> they are. Now, Cassidy is pissed that Carla laid it on thick with the tears. She's ready to get her out. The bridge isn't burned. She's coming for her. So we're going to just get right to it. We've got a reward challenge to play. Six players left, two from each tribe. Who would fuck it? You really get the, the even match this late in the game. Yeah, like I always get blown away when the final three are one from each tribe. And... Mm-hmm we're kind of leaning that that could possibly happen. It's true. But I don't, I mean, I don't know if I think it will, but. For this challenge, they will be randomly divided into two teams of three. One player will be um, strapped inside a giant ball who will guide their two blindfolded teammates through a long winding course where the player will be still strapped inside the ball and guide the still blindfolded teammates as they race to solve the maze. First team to finish will win a trip to the Survivor Sanctuary where they will have iced coffee, iced tea, an array of pastries, donuts, croissants, and muffins. What a kinky challenge. Which one would you prefer, strapped down or blindfolded? I would have to say blindfolded because I do not think I would have been very great at organizing them and telling them which directions to go. Because listening to Cassidy and Owen do it, like the clock ways that Owen was saying, I'm like, if I'm doing this blindfolded, I don't know what the clock positions are. Exactly. And Um, Cassidy just kept saying, get behind me, push here, do this. And I was like, you're not giving them direction. You're just saying and, you're getting behind me. And the way me. that you're spun around, like, I don't know. I mean, obviously you'll know what's up, what's up, what's down and everything, but like you would get a little dizzy. Yeah. All right. The teams are on blue, Owen in the ball with Cody and Carla and on red, Cassidy's in the ball with Jess and Gabler. They're off. Blue will get out to a lead until we have a big old crash with both balls. Um, sounds like a fucking nightmare. Bear. <laughs> how dizzy do you think they got in there um it didn't seem like they did they seem very coherent yeah i especially owen seemed mm-hmm. very coherent and yeah. but cassidy i felt like cassidy for most of the challenge was being pushed horizontally well so she, she was like spinning upside down i mean she was not leading them very well but also you could tell that gabler was just not listening to her like she would say something yeah. and he would do the opposite um, Blue will get to the platform first and has to guide Carla and Cody to rotate Owen straight up so he can guide them through the table maze. Red will eventually get to the platform, but they just leave Cassidy on her side. No time to readjust her. And I was, I would be like, no, you have to turn me a little bit because it's not going to help you when the table is at an angle and you can't see it. I mean, she did say that she was good, like just she, to go. I know she, she and I was, she was like, she was trying to get them back in fighting chance but yeah i think having them shift her just slightly would have been i agree enough to really even the table for her now the edit makes it seem like it's a very close battle but my gut tells me that blue had it in the bag and when they the show was like oh red's nearby it's actually like not in sequential order i think they were actually pretty far behind Mm. blue will win as Owen, Cody, and Carla will win reward. Gabler, Cassidy, Jesse, we got nothing for you. Go back to camp. But Owen is ready to have a chat going into this pivotal final six. 
final six has never been a pivotal vote. It's always seven and five. So very interesting that this episode is where we broke the mold. Yeah. Cause normally the thing, like the divide has been locked in by mm-hmm. six. And right now all of the, the matchups are trying to split up except for Owen and Gabler. It's so weird. <laughs> Well, let's kick things off at the sanctuary. Cody is sky high and is ready to go to the top with them. Does he believe or is he just straight saying it? I don't know. Cody, you never know what he's actually thinking. But he has not had caffeine or sugar in a long time. And well, (laughs) you could tell he was quite wired. That would be me, though. I mean, I've while we've been sitting here, I've already finished a full venti coffee at 530 at night and a muffin i was like oh i'll have coffee and uh pastries so that i can feel like i'm at the sanctuary for this yeah well he knows that he has to be careful in this moment as there are six people left and money makes people do funny things more than caffeine running through his brain watching this episode back the editors really gave us the clues and we had no idea oh they're all of them all of the foreshadowing of this episode are done by the person who's getting voted out it's It's insane I'm like, and, and the funny thing is, is like, I'm sure he said all of this unprompted. Like, I don't think the producers fed any of this to him. And they were just like going back through the footage after it happened. And we're like, oh my God, it's all here. I feel like my strategy nowadays, like I know the producers would be like, fuck you, say something. But I feel like you just got to Danny Boatwright your way through the show and not say anything in confessional. Well, that's kind of what Cassidy is doing now. Because they yeah. barely, rarely give her any screen time. Yeah. And I'm just like, is she Danny Boat writing? Owen will say that this vote is wild. As they all voted together the night before. So where will the lines fall? Carla says that she has a big target on her back. She knows she's a threat with her idol. So she needs people to believe that she doesn't have an idol in order to get the target off her back. And I was like... Oh, okay. Um, she was going to tell them that she does not have the idol and cue that telenovela music again because the tears are a-coming. She says the target has been on her back since the merge and it sucks. And Cody's like, yeah, that does suck. And you can't even defend yourself. So Carla's going to go for a walk, leaving Owen and Cody alone. Another bad move. <laughs> now, Cody will say to Owen that he doesn't think she has an idol. No one believes she would have played it by now. If she does have it, well, she's a way better player than they think she is. She's a genius. So Cody wants the boys to take out Carla Cassidy, which works for Owen as his goal is to get out Carla as he thinks she has the potential to win the game. At least everyone's on the same page here. Right. Like, it's insane how up until this point, we have not seen a single bad strategic move by Carla. And this episode, we get two of them very close to the beginning of the episode. Mm -hmm. Back at camp, Cassidy is so over losing, but hey, they got to eat the rest of the rice. So wait, 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 wait. That's it? There's no more rice for the season? I don't think so. Friends, come on, what'd you do? I think they're banking on there being a, a big breakfast on the final day, and they're just holding out until it. I honestly do. Stupid. Gabler says losing was bittersweet because they are bitter that they didn't get any sweets. (laughs) He said that. He had so many like little gold moments this episode. Him with the the camouflage. 
Do you think I he came died. up with that or was the producer who told him to say that? It was probably I him, think right? the producer was probably like saying something about his camouflage shirt. He was like, yeah, I've got a pretty sweet camouflage shirt. Can you see me? Now, Gable knows <laughs> that there are strong players that need to get out of the way in order for him to win. And once again, whoever is present is who Gabler will go to the end with. He is very, very flip-floppy. Um, and I have a feeling he's not winning because they would have shown just how messy that would get if people ever cross-referenced. Though no one yeah. seems to be cross-referencing Gabler at all because either he's a non-factor or they're like, he's just this old man. He doesn't know nothing. Yeah, I think that we're at the edit that we're getting, I feel like he has the least potential to win, but there is still potential to win. Gabler will pitch smartly um, that Jesse's story could be Cody's story, Cassidy's story could be Carla's story. Will the planted seed work? Well, Gabler says he's an assassin who doesn't show up at the castle with an axe saying he's here to kill the king. He's the assassin who slips into the kitchen and puts vial of poison in the king's bowl and leaves. So he's a murderer. <laughs> Do you think he plays too many video games and um, watches too much Game of Thrones? He probably does. Oh, I don't know. I don't feel like he's a ga- I mean, I don't know if I feel like he's a Game of Thrones person. He's Maybe. Just a- He's a weirdo. I feel like he's more of a Middle Earth, like Lord of the Rings. Okay, I can see that. I can see Game that. of Thrones. I mean, he kind of does look like um, um, the bad guy. What's his name? It's escaping me. Oh, escaping me too. But yeah, yeah. Not Gandalf, the other one. Uh, now I'm thinking. Listeners, of... tell us. I I'm not yeah. the biggest Game of Who Thrones fan, it? so um, not Game of Thrones, uh, Hobbit fan. But whatever, it's fine. Now, Cassidy is fine eliminating Cody or Carla in the next vote. And Jesse is worried that Cody has an idol. And then um, Cassidy will drop a bomb that Carla has an idol. And, um, well, yeah, that's it for Carla's game. Uh, Cassidy blew it up already. Yeah, this this 20 minutes of TV was wild because we went from the clear front runner of the game getting completely blown up of all of her strategy and all of the things that she was planning to do this episode, just one by one being destroyed. And it was wild to see that happen so quickly in one episode. Now the discussion turns to flushing out the idols to eliminate the two big threats. Now we know what will happen. So was this Jesse's move or was it Gabler since it came out of his mouth? And Jesse just executed it. We'll get to it, though. Oh, yeah. I hadn't really thought about it that way. Gabler's the one who said it. Yeah. I just, just pointing it out there. about that. Jesse knows that Cody trusts him because he still got his idol in his bag, as well as still having Janine's old idol, which everyone thinks is gone. He says that Carla is a huge threat, which is awesome for him, but not so great for her. The Sugar Hill Gang will return where Gabler will go off with Cody to reveal that Carla does have an idol, which is not what she told him mere minutes before. But Cody reveals that if she plays her idol, he will play his and they will split the votes on Cassidy and Carla and flush the idol out. Cody thinks Carla has lied to him the whole game and he can smell her BS. And I was like, no, you did not believe that, you idiot. You thought she was a great person five minutes ago. Oh, Yeah. That one, that one, that one kind of did feel like it was fed by the producers because yeah. of how much he'd already said before. Right. That's now like he, the one time I felt like maybe it wasn't him. 
He says one of the four guys needs to win immunity, and Cody just had 3,000 calories of Danish, so he's ready for it. That's going to be huge. Or is it? So Cody will start dancing, and Gabler was not feeling that dance. Would you do the Cody <laughs> dance? Can you do the Cody dance? I don't think I could even do the Cody dance because I can't figure out what rhythm or timing it's on. There were none. Unfortunately, when you're on Survivor, you can't do the Twinkie Boots dance because that's too um, sexual for TV. Oh, darn. Oh, well. <laughs> could you imagine just doing like a strip tease on the island one night? Oh, my God. So I've always thought about what I would say my career was going on uh-huh. to the show. And I always want to say that it would be burlesque entertainer because it's a lot less assuming than like actor, actor or company owner or any of these things just uh-huh. to, like all of a sudden say i'm a burlesque per- like performer they'd be like what is that even see no i here's what i think you should go as you should have your chiron say peter pan because you just can't age you don't grow up <laughs> i'm too tall to be peter pan <laughs> that's true that's true time for cody to go be the tasmanian devil and says the guys will be in the final four and then he'll give them a kiss in the cheek which is the only reason why I wanted him to say because I would have loved to see him try to kiss those men. Um, I also would have, that would have just been really funny because I feel like all three of them would have just been like, yeah, you don't need to, you don't need to make good on this promise, dude. (laughs) (laughs) It is immunity challenge time. All right, so here's the deal. For this challenge, they will race through a series of obstacles, collecting bags of number tiles. They will use those tiles to open a combination releasing key. They will race up a cargo net and unlock their puzzle pieces where they will put together a 3D bat puzzle. Tiki Boots, how would you do in this challenge? On this challenge, I hands down would have won this challenge. I love obstacle courses and puzzles and it's both done. This would have been my challenge. Okay. Um, Can we ask them to set it up for us so we can see if you would win? Yes, I wish, right? Hey, like, Central Park, come on, we could do it. Right? I'm like, um, I need to prove that I would have beat Cassidy's time, please. Exactly. <laughs> the challenge is on. It's a good battle until Carla takes a tumble. And I love that Jeff and the editors were really trying to throw us off the scent and make Carla get the dodo edit this episode. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, but also, like, that's just really is a testament to how much of a badass she really is from absolutely she's been had a bum ankle for like ep, like how many episodes now she had a broken hand or like whatever they did like she sliced her hand open in that one challenge didn't she mm-hmm. she's bleeding from it i'm like she has just been injured for most of the game but has still won twice and yeah. is like still like pushing through and doing her best Cody will get through the rope obstacle first as Jesse lags behind and last. When we get to the combo lock, it's all back even as Jesse will solve it first, followed by Owen Gabler. Owen will leave his key at the station, forcing him to go back to get it. And I was like, come on, dumb, dumb. You should know better. Carla will be last at the combo station, and that will actually be her fatal flaw aside from what will happen, though. Because the puzzle is the equalizer, but Cassidy Cody off to a great start early lead with Carla sneaking up right behind them. Now, as Carla is doing the puzzle, she will tell Jeff about how her hands are numbing up. Are they from nerves? Is it from slamming her hand on the way down the cargo net? Who knows? But I sincerely think had this not happened, she she wins immunity. Yeah, she was on a really good, like she had a great rhythm for 
putting in the pieces mm-hmm. and she was down to like what five or six yeah, by the point was, that that was actually happening Cassidy. and was finding them faster than Cassidy mm-hmm. though so yeah I think if that hadn't happened she would have won Carla will essentially force herself out of the challenges. She cannot control the spasms and the pain in her hands to hold and put the pieces in the puzzle. And then because she is jumping due to the pain, she twisted her ankle. Unfortunate, a series of unfortunate events. Yeah, this, this, so, there's so many unfortunate things that happened to Carla this episode. But The battle between Cody and Cassidy is on. And Cassidy thinks she has it, but something is not right. Fix it, baby girl. The challenge is still on. But in the end, Cassidy wins. The boys did not beat the girls. No. And the way I cheered, <laughs> it was yeah. ridiculous. I was like, you better get this, girl. Because I... Girls are smart when we when we discussed the the early spoilers that i had been told about this season and i i'm just like i'm blown away with the performance that both carla and cassidy are doing because yeah. it goes completely against anything that i was told so i'm just like i hope that this is turning things around in a different way from what the finale i've been told so that's all i can hope we're back at camp and it's time to get the scramble on. Owen and Gable know that this is a bad scenario. The, there are two idols at play. Three people are completely open as if Cody or Carla play their idol. It could be Jesse, Owen, or Gabler that go. With no shot in the dark, this is Gabler's biggest hurdle. So Cody and Carla will chat. And this time around, Carla will admit that she does in fact have an idol. So let's see where this chat's going to lead us. Cody will tell her that this is how they can get to the final four. He, her, and Jesse are three. Jesse will be in on it. He will tell Cassidy and the others that he's playing his idol. She will share that she's playing her idol. Then neither of them play their idols. They put their votes on Gabler or Owen, and they both get to keep their idols. Now, Carla is here to throw out threats that if they don't vote their way, they could be voted out. And Carla thinks this, this could work. I was like, girl, third time. You're not making it work for yourself. You're being, you, you're being played. Right. Now, meanwhile, we're going to watch Carla start to execute this plan with Gabler and asks if he would vote out Owen and he will tell her that he would do it. She believes that putting people at risk is a fascinating way to see how quickly people would turn on their alliance. Would you? I mean, I have in games. <laughs> You're cutthroat. Did you watch the vote where I was taken out of Survivor Angelica, where they literally pitted me against Billy? So sad. So sad. I know. It was so bad. I hated it. I hated it. We're going to see her do the same with Owen, who is willing to write Gabler. Carla now plays this with Cassidy, and the scare tactics just, it seems to work. Obviously, we don't know the order of events and how the editing is actually going, but she knows that if they do get a bad bad vibe. They can use their idols and they can duke it out at the final five, but she thinks this is going to work out. So we'll see her at the final four. And I hope that's not the kiss of death next week, but I guess we'll wait and see. Now, of course, it's never easy peasy. Cody will talk to Owen about getting Carla out with the flex plan and do an idol bluff. This would be their way of getting her out without her seeing coming. Cody is lying to Carla, so she won't play her idol. Now, when Cody calls the plan genius, I was like, oh no, this means Cody's a goner. Yeah, it blew my mind. Like, watching it a second time, 
and seeing like like knowing how the episode was going to end and seeing him literally lay out what was going to happen but to himself was insane what made it even worse is when he says that he's been out there 23 days he's a quick learner he's a sponge he's wild thing killer cody cowboy cody he surprises himself and i was like we love an elimination edit that makes someone look so damn stupid i mean it not only just stupid but so overconfident and it's good when it's someone you don't care for because i've never cared for cody right it's not that i've never like disliked cody he was just never my my winner pick for who i was behind wanting to get to the end so he was always somebody that was expendable to get to the end absolutely he says that the four amigos will shoot for carla as she will leave tribal with the walking stick that he made for her as well as her idol now, Cody says that Jesse is on board. He loves that guy so much. He says their trust and relationship has gotten so forced, it's unbelievable. So the plan is set, right? Well, let's really find out what Jesse is thinking. He says that taking out Carla, the biggest threat in the game, would boost Cody's resume. He can't be seen as Cody's number two, so it's time to be openly cutthroat. In a full winner's edit moment, Jesse oh. will get emotional. As he is riddled with emotion and confusion, he knows that Cody would take him to the end, but he wonders if he would be able to beat him. And now the audience knows he would, but he does not. Jesse has two kids and a wife at home, and when people say being out there is just so much fun, he knows that this is his future. It's not about the experience. He will do anything to secure his family future, so it's time to switch it up and be more brutal. I loved this moment because I don't think we've ever had this kind of confessional where someone is going through an emotional turmoil within the confessional. Oh, it like, this is the moment that if Jesse gets to final three and gets to talk about it and gets to claim this moment, this is his game winning moment. Which is again, funny because it came out of Gabe's mouth. Right, but because he's the one who was able to execute it, right, he would get the credit for it, I think. So he's going to go to Owen and already start being emotional, saying that this is a trust as he reveals that he has Cody's idol. He poses that they vote Cody, he plays the idol, and then they, that will spook Carla into playing hers. Both idols will go, Cody will go, and then next they get Carla. Owen's going to share the sagacity to work her into the plan. With Cody being unprotected, throwing votes on him would be a guarantee. Now, if you thought, okay, it's set, let's make things even more complicated. Cody is going to offer to Carla that he will show her his idol. How does this happen? Well, Cody needs Jesse to give him the idol to show her, and Jesse is panicking and telling Cody it's not a good idea, but he can't actually fight him on this because then it shows his cards. So Jesse hands him the idol and tells Cassidy. He will tell her that he's going to get it back, but he's running out of time. If he can't get the idol back, the plan will have to change and it's out of his control. It's a mess. So what is the worst case scenario if he doesn't get it back? I guess we'll never know. Um, This is a moment where I feel like the edit made it seem like it was a much longer amount of time than it was. And in all reality, it was probably about five minutes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We will see that Cody shows Carl the idol that has very different beads. And that's on that. What will happen next? It's time to go to tribal council. Now we are at tribal and Jeff shares with the class that unless you don't have eyes, Cassidy has immunity. He will tell them 
that Carla was close and had a real shot of winning, but her body seized up. Well, Carla says she is feeling exhausted and tingling her hands still. Her ankle is swollen. They're out of rice. They only have a few coconuts left. It's been a long day. I understand long days. <laughs> Sitting in a podcast chair for hours. I think that would be the one thing that I couldn't do on Survivor is be away from my podcast. So you're going to say is, is do a podcast. I'm like, well, yes. I mean, I could do a podcast <laughs> out there. I mean, you know that I would make that a thing because hashtag branding. Um, but here, here, okay. So we got to put it out there. If I ever get cast on a reality show, which I would love to do, obviously no one's supposed to know where I am. And I can't just like, you know, with the amount of content I put out there, just be like, um, who would be my sub in host? Who's going to be the block for block talk? Yeah. Um, or we just, we just have to like accumulate so many interviews that someone can like ghost, like post Mm -hmm. for you because I don't feel like, I don't know who would know either. Believe me, we'd be able to go in for you. Listen, I would say I can get a lot of interviews done, but the way these uh, nightlife people are working nowadays, no one wants to do an interview because they don't want free promotion. It's okay. After you win, they'll want to do all the interviews. Literally. (laughs) So Cody is reminded that he lost by seconds. He says it's a real bummer and says that being seconds away without the necklace is coming there with a different emotional state of mind. With only five choices, Jesse says that with Cassidy safe and Cody and Carla also safe. And Jeff is like, wait, 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 why are they safe? Like you didn't know, you jerky. They have idols. Well, we got to put the jury in. Right. How much does Jeff actually know or what is he not allowed to know? Because I know he's not supposed to influence things, but you know he does at times. Right. I mean, I assume that he knows about Jesse having both of the idols. Mm-hmm. Like that that third idol is still in play. But because otherwise I feel like we would have had another idol introduced into the game. Right. But but does he know that, or does he be like, I want to know these things. I need to make it natural for me too. Or if the producers are just like, there's the three are still in, and just doesn't tell him who has right. what. That's Which probably, I want to believe that's more of what. It that's is. probably going to be like one of my first interview questions if I ever get to talk to Jeffrey. Um, be like, so how much do you actually know? Like, how much are you host and how much are you producer at the same time? Yeah. So what was Carla's rationale saying that she had an idol um, and saying that she's going to play it? Well, it was the rumors of her having it being true and it's made her a target and has to play. For Cody, it was his way of giving himself a shot to see another day. He only has two more options to play it and this was an easy decision for him. Now on the sidelines of the jury, we're going to have Noel bet James 10 bucks that no idol is played. Um, I hope she brought cash to Ponderosa. Um, she's, <laughs> she's really, she's actually now showing she's not good at this game strategically. I mean, she wasn't wrong that they were going to, I don't think Carla would have played it had Jesse not stood up. Fair. And it wasn't the people who were talking about their idols that ended up playing them. So, I mean, now, well, Carla did. But. Now, Owen says you have to make your pitch, and it's really crappy that one vote could send you home, and it's a different pull to, pill to swallow than getting voted out 7 to 2. But Jesse says that this could be a bluff that he doesn't feel like he's in a position at the moment to call their bluff. The social contract is in place, and you have to make the dance moves that you're told to make. Um, is social contract the new inner saboteur from Drag Race? Um, 
it keeps coming up and I hate it. Yeah. I think it's just something that's like really been about this season is social contract. Cause I don't really remember them saying, well, it I guarantee you so much forward, during 41 and 43. We're going to get it oh, moving forward. Like it's going to be part of, it's going to be part of Jeff's full yeah. vocabulary. for. He's going to write a book called social contract. Yeah. Since they can't write any books until after they've been off the show for so long. Yeah. Well, Cody says he looked at it as him and Carla as the royalty making the decisions for this vote, as he would be lying if he said he didn't talk to Carla about it. He ends this statement saying that it's tragic, but it won't be for him. Watching this back, he must have been so angry and sad. And oh, emotional. I don't know that he was able to watch this episode. <laughs> Carla does feel similar as she does have something to protect her, but she's feeling confident. Gabler is feeling confident that he will see tomorrow as 12 hours is a world of difference. He will say that the morning... It was an Apex Predator buffet. And they were just serving up whatever they needed to sail on. Um, Apex Predator buffet. That sounds a lot. That's a lot. It sounds like a that. it sounds like a remix of um, a song from Mean Girls the musical. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> um, Jesse isn't trying to make big moves, so he said they had to fill him in on what's going on. And as vulnerable as he felt, he helps he land on the right moves. And I was like, oh my God, Jesse, you good at acting. Go on uh, days of our lives. Right. I was like, who's going to be the next reality star on a soap opera or on a recurring uh, drama series? Right. Now, Jesse Owen or peddling- Carla, which one is either of them? Owen was peddling the book of Sandra. Anybody but him. He says he's been in tough spots before, but this one he'd be lying if he said he felt super duper confident in his chances. But he's not counting himself out just yet. Cody is a niner in confidence. He was the person people wanted to talk to. He got their pissed bitches and well, that makes him actually a no, no, no. 9.5 confidence. Pretty good. 95%. Oh, it's time to vote. When Jeff returns, the big reveal is that Jesse did, in fact, get the idol back and he will be playing it for Owen. And Cody is like, What? He's losing his mind in the moment because he's like, Oh my God, you just played me. This is now going to cause Carla to play her idol for herself. Owen is safe. Carla is safe which means by a vote of four to zero, Cody is voted out. Carla's vote was for Owen. Cody's vote was for Carla. And the rest of the votes were on Cody. I thought for a split second that Carla was like, wait, I might be able to save myself. I'm not going to use it. She almost did. I really thought she was going to like, because her her nerves of steel have been very on like, very like connected the whole game and i thought for just a brief second that she was going to hold out and not play it and it was going to pay off but i don't know it it was that moment and watching the jury all figure out that jesse had basically executed this plan Mm -hmm. i was like well that was the winning move in their eyes (laughs) yep now as cody's about to walk to jeff jesse will try to give him a handshake and well it's going to be a little bit of a pregnant pause, but he will. Jesse will tell him he'll explain, but that's it's going to be for a couple of days. He's not going to Ponderosa for a while, though. Can we please have Ponderosa back so I can have those uh, interactions? I want to know what they said. Right? I'm I like, don't want these stupid Instagram videos. I want Ponderosa videos. And I feel like... I haven't been as big about watching Big Brother over the last couple of years, but like the jury house... There used to be so much recap of the jury house and like there's not yeah, anymore, or at least in stuff that I've seen. Listen, 
Paramount I want to know Plus. what they do. Paramount I want to know what you they have, do. Give them an content. <laughs> exactly. You have free content to put your stuff on. You don't need it to be on your television stations. Put it on Paramount Plus. We will watch it. Right. I'm like, just give us the untucked. <laughs> Was this the best move? For him? As, oh, absolutely. For, for, for everybody else. For Jesse, yes. For everyone else, not not necessarily. Because I, I, I don't know what just happened. I froze. I don't know. Um, <laughs> something just happened. Can you hear me? Yes. I don't know what the fuck that was. That was great. I don't know. And I was like, I don't know what we were even talking about at that point. I'm like, oh, wait. Oh. Uh, if that was the right move for Jesse, yeah. yes. For everyone else, what Gabler pointed out about Cody and Jesse having very similar games that they could claim each other, having both of them there against that other person splits their votes based on like their gameplay. Yeah. So it would have been smarter for Cassidy and Gabler and Owen to actually target Carla rather than Cody mm-hmm. because that then knocks out Jesse being the big strength against, or like it, it negates part of his game. I would have loved for a moment whether they, they're like, you know what, we can turn it on Jesse and get him out. But oh well, they had their chance a couple times, but didn't didn't execute it. Right. I don't think that they're going to. I think they're going to miss their shot. Absolutely. Now, putting you on the spot here. Where does this move stand in the legacy of big moves on Survivor? Um, I feel it's it's pretty up there because of the fact that it happened so late in the game and was done so well that the two that thought they were the targets completely were blindsided by it. Yeah. So, um. In my head, the like really the strongest move ever is the heroes versus villains idol play that put the villains back in control. Right. That was that was the move that changed that entire season. Like, season. Mm-hmm. And this I feel like I would put it probably like in the top 10, but I would put it like in the lower range of the top 10. Sure. Yeah. I think because of the timing, like if he tried to do this any earlier, he, Jesse would be gone. He'd like, no oh, yeah. he, a chance. 
But now the way the numbers are insulated, like Cassidy and Carla have to go out against each other. Owen and Gabler kind of have to go against each other. Cody is gone. Jesse's sitting there and be like, I'm in the final. Like you cannot not bring me at this point. Um, right. Unless one of you wants to be paired up with someone who's going to have a similar story. Yeah. All right. Burning questions. You ready? Okay. What is Cody's legacy? The beaded hat that he <laughs> that he that he braided and wove. Yeah, I think he's just a very eccentric character. Um, will he be back? Of course. Jeff, I think, enjoyed him. Do I want to see him ever play a game? No, because I don't think he's going to do anything differently. Do you know what I would love to see? And I was thinking about this when I was rewatching. Um, I would love to see a all-star season that's U.S. versus Australia because Cody would be would fit in very well with the Australian. Why not group. U.S. versus the world? Right. Well, that could do, but still, like, it would be a fun thing to happen. I just really like the Australian cast. I mean, it's <laughs> a possibility. Um, you know, like, the two of them are going to get a phone call asking if they want to do the Amazing Race. Cody and Jesse? Yeah. Um, or Jesse would be like, no, I want to do it with my wife. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like if they are doing it, it would be Cody doing it. Or not. Cody not doing it with Jesse. I don't feel like the two, they would be calling the two of them to do it. Their bromance is great and all, but I don't feel like it's it was so like strong and bond forming during the season that that it's like enough to carry on in an amazing race. Now I'm gonna combine the last two questions um, because they kind of go hand in hand at this point. Um, first, who's in danger? But after 12 episodes, the winner is. Tell me how the rest of the season plays out. Okay. Unfortunately, I think going at five is going to be Carla. Everyone's okay. going to target her because she has the strongest game to pitch at the end. Um, being that she has won immunity twice and been doing that injured. Um, mm-hmm. And that until this last move, she's really not been on the wrong side of the vote. Um, I think she goes out at five. I think at four, I don't know who wins the immunity at five. I just don't think Carla gets it so that she's a target. Mm-hmm. Um, I think at four, um, we get Jesse finally winning immunity. He takes Owen, mm-hmm. making Cassidy and Gabler do fire, and Cassidy mm-hmm. loses fire. I can see that. And then the winner sees Jesse. And then the winner of the season is Jesse because Owen and Gabler have such similar paths to getting to the end that. And I, I, if that's the case of the two of them, I could see Jesse getting every single vote. Yes. It's possible. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, like I love my girl Carla, but after not playing that immunity um, or playing the immunity and not keeping it, I think she's a goner next week. Like she is the target unless there's a miracle that happens, which I would love to see. I know um, I would. I would love for it to not be an all-male final, but I feel like it's shaping up that it's going to be an all-male final. There, I will say if there are moments through the edit throughout the season, we did have some very curious conversations between Carla and Jesse that I could believe that they could be sitting next to each other at the finale. Um, bringing that Latina uh, pride into it. I don't know. I think her chances to get there are near impossible. Like, 
what, what if she ends up winning like two immunities in the road does she win i don't know because this move was the key to the entire season yeah um, it's a, it, it depends on who if she does win those two immunities it depends who she chooses to take because the reality she, is she's got two wins she almost won a third she could be a contender to play another two challenges and win yeah if she ends up in the situation of not of saving jesse and bringing him mm-hmm. he wins yeah if he any way that he gets there i don't really see anyone after this move being executed correctly i do not see anyone standing a strong chance of beating him other than Carla. That is the only person I see who could if, maybe win over the jury. If the wild world goes in the way that Jesse is not in the finale and anyone else wins, is it a satisfying season? I think so because it's had a lot of moments that were very unpredictable. And if everything that I've been hearing from spoilers going in were completely debunked because the five that was I was told would be at the end I was told it would be a five male one female and that female would go out at five and that female didn't even make the jury so I'm excited that what I was told is incorrect because it. it means that it'll be fresh and something that I will be getting to experience for the first time when I see it on Wednesday. So I'm excited. I love it's that. gonna be fun. All right. Well where can we find them on social media, Venmo, and any projects you want to plug? So you can find me at Twinkie Boots, T-W-I-N-K-Y-B-O-O-T-S on Instagram, Twitter. If you add an NYC at the end of that, that's my Venmo. Um and then Coming up next Saturday, the 17th at the Lori Beachman Theater is the last Members Only Boylesque Presents Skin of the Year 2022. And we want you to come and celebrate the ho-ho holidays with us. (laughs) Sounds like fun. Well, it's always a pleasure chatting with you. Thanks for being here. Thank you. The biggest thanks to Twinkie Boots for coming on. Subscribe to your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review while you're there. And don't forget to visit buymeacoffee.com slash blocktalk to show support for the pod. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. Mm-hmm.